Hey, Jamie, I've got a question for you. What do you want, Tom? Who's on the podcast this coming Friday? Oh, is it someone big? Boy. Is uh, it a big one? Shall I bother listening this week? Yeah. If I was going to say uh, take. And I would say off no, your trousers. No, no. Take. Me out. No, take. Paddy McGuinness. No, take. Take on me. Take that. Wow. Have a little patience. But hang on, presumably you've only, you haven't got all three of them, have you? Presumably you've just got one of them. Buddy, we have all three of them on the podcast. They've released a new album. It's coming out. They're going on tour. They talk about the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, on everything that happened in Take the That. The ins, the outs. And they reveal it all this Friday. Exclusively. On Private Parts. That's a big one. I'm going to listen to that. 
I mean, hopefully they do more. <laughs> it's not just another Channel we're, 5. We're, we're, top 100 <laughs> movies to watch when you're... Actually, people have been doing this for ages. Yeah, they've taken a TV format and made a website out of it. <laughs> this, I was going to say, it's basically like the 100 greatest TV, you know, TV shows, 100 greatest kids' toys, whatever. Yeah. Which, sort of five years ago, Channel 4 said, so we're not going to do any more of these anymore. So it's just to me that... I mean, that's the obvious choice. Where possibly you're going to go next? They're going to do, if they do TV, it's going to be a listicle show. Yeah. I, mean, I think in 2011, people... Channel 4 were like, like, we're going to slowly phase out all these discord shows because they're just not, yeah. they're very old hat, they're not really working. So I feel like possibly going to TV, that's not the route they should go down, but it probably is going to be the route that they go down. Do you reckon they just do... Cause, I mean, that's what they're known for, the 23 reasons why this, 41 reasons why that. Do you reckon they do the like, just that, know. like 25 awkward things to do at House Party and that... You, you kind of hope they'd be show. a bit more innovative than... That's what I mean, I think they take the spirit of innovation to TV rather than... You'd hope they wouldn't just do listicle shows because... Because BuzzFeed started as, as a tech company, essentially. So what they did to begin with was they would be a plug-in for websites to tell websites what was trending on the internet. Mm. And all of a sudden they figured they should make their own content. And that was how mm. BuzzFeed started. So surely they, you'd hope they'd be a bit more innovative about the format or the content. They'd use what they know. Is that a bit more interesting? I yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I mean, they were the first ones to come up with the top-down recipe videos on, yeah. on Facebook. And now Tasty's the biggest. And now Tasty's the biggest food brand in the world. Exactly. Up, just before we came in here, it's got 60 million likes on Facebook, and Proper Tasty, the UK equivalent, has 10 and a half million. Yeah. Exactly. It's, the, it's, it's like the biggest million. food brand in the entire world now. So if they've done that with, you know, maybe they reinvent the cooking show on TV. Or maybe they reinvent how TV's made. It's you know, Tasty was yeah. a format that they found on BuzzFeed works. They spun it off into its own thing, and they built this huge food brand. So maybe they. Maybe they will have a fresh approach to how TV is going to be made rather than going, here's a 12-part series, let's make mm. it. And everybody has an episode one, much like the current season of Top Gear, that it's a terrible format and no one likes it. it they've already made all of We've already spent all this money. Yeah. 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 Um, Should we move on? Let's left. We've got yeah, right. three that's, that's one reason. I don't know what reason. Well, we've got one bad. reason in the bag, lads. Yeah. yeah. I've got a good one. Reason Go on. two. Okay. Three billion video views from, per month BuzzFeed get. Yeah. Only 5% of them happen on .com. So they're already getting 95% of their video views off their website. So, so, why would, so why wouldn't they expand the TV? They're already... That's the natural extension. Yeah, that's the natural yeah. extension. Yeah. All their content is already viewed not on their platform. Yeah. So why wouldn't they go and stay the TV? Number two. Yeah, We're flying two. here now, lads. Uh, number three, um, TV can appeal to an older demographic. So they've got the kind of young people on the internet demographic so sewn up. up. Yep done a million times over but now they can appeal to a slightly older demographic that still watches telly so they could broaden their appeal yeah to broaden BuzzFeed's appeal exactly yeah they already know how to make advertorial content they know how to work with brands and make branded content pretty well we are flying that's four four reasons love a Friday afternoon after a beer at lunch <laughs> uh, do you have beer at lunch yeah a little beer at lunch it was a long night last night nice yeah why not um, five um, there's still a lot of money to be made in TV yeah. So you can say it's dying in the show you want, but yeah. So, so Zenith Optimedia said that um, instant advertising is going to overtake TV next year, but that still means half the global ad spend is being spent on TV. So why? Yeah, you know, there's this huge amount of money that's being spent still on TV that they yeah. tap into. So why wouldn't they? It's try the same and tap reason into that Vice and Red Bull are moving yeah. into TV because there's still yeah. A people lot of money people to see be TV as sort of being dead or whatever, but it's not. It's just changing. Yeah. And the people making the TV shows are changing. Yeah, I think the more likes of sort of Vice, Buzzfeed, Red Bull that get into TV making, then it will eventually change the way the TV is made. Yeah, um, yeah. 
So I think they're just sort of riding on that on that sort of curve that's already happening. What Shane Smith said about Vice, he said, um, we like to own the pipe, so if we have the hits, then we can raise the value. So yeah. essentially, you know, if they're getting the hits on their TV show, they get the money back, mm. rather than them making content with other people and they just sell the format or... And then it's out your hands yeah. of it. They own all of it then. They own the platform. Actually, a good reason six is if Vice are doing it, Vice are really cool, so you should try and copy Vice. <laughs> it's yeah. Always, yeah. always quite a good rule of thumb. Um, has anyone got anything else? Oh, it's got to be more reason than that. We've got to get to 23. How many is um, that? Actually, how long have we got? We have got... Oh, my phone's locked. Nine minutes. Oh, ages. Okay. ages, guys. Do you think that's how it works at BuzzFeed? They get given a list and they've got 15 minutes to come up with <laughs> actually, the reasons. you know what they do do at BuzzFeed that I didn't realise? Uh, staff writers are all ranked on an internal leaderboard. Wow, that's brutal. Seems, yeah. That's very competitive. But you know, you know we are too, but you guys don't get to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Probably. Better about this podcast goes yeah. well. Sorry, Pete. Oh, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> um... Where else have we got? Uh, stop other broadcasters copying their content. There are a few, without naming names, that are just shamelessly stealing some of like BuzzFeed's kind of short-form content that yeah. they put through their YouTube channel, and I'm not going to start naming them, but I think people know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but then, again, BuzzFeed have spent years just stealing content from Reddit to put on their website, yeah. and so maybe it's a bit of karma, a bit of justice. And they get over 200 monthly million unique visitors to their platform. All you need is 10% of that to watch a show. And, it's and all of a sudden, that's like the biggest show on yeah. TV. Yeah. 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 I wonder how successful they'd be if they did go on TV at getting people to go from seeing them as an online thing to Yeah, it's, it's also how, how they're moving into TV. <clears throat> Would they create shows for existing channels or will they... Launch their, own launch their own channel. I'd imagine they'd start making stuff for other people. So if you look at, so at So Very British on Twitter, you know, the Very British yeah. Problems, they've got a TV show on Channel 4, yeah. which has done two seasons and could do a third, which does really, really well for them. Yeah, yeah. So that feels like a natural way of how BuzzFeed should get into TV. It's partnering with someone like Channel 4 or Channel 5 um, and doing a show with them and then seeing how it... How yeah, it I think for them it makes more sense to rather begin launch, making content for other people. Channel. I don't think anyone apart from Vice can really just go. Yeah, because Vice have so many areas that they can go into yeah. expertise, but BuzzFeed, they're maybe not. I don't think, think BuzzFeed has a TV channel, which would be too much. Yeah. It'd be too intense. Yeah. It? Imagine how big it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's so is, is BuzzFeed the new MTV? That's a hell Potentially, of a yeah. Because MTV isn't MTV. MTV anymore, is it? MTV is no. just Geordie Shaw and repeating them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it works. Which I'm fine with, but. Um, <laughs> I've not watched an episode. It's, is it good? It's trashy TV. It's sort of. It's a guilty it's pleasure. It's guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. That's yeah. what I used to have a celebrity love island. That you record, but yeah. I used to love celebrity love island. I've not watched a new love island, but that was such. It was Paul Denan and Callum Best. I've watched that as well. Fighting but I'm not going to swim How many we yeah, got? So maybe maybe the new, new MTV. Let's, let's do it as a reason. Seven. Seven, and we have got six minutes left. We're not going to do this. <laughs> we are not doing it. Um, NBC have given them $140 million. And it'd be a shame not to spend it. Yeah, and why wouldn't they make why wouldn't they make content for NBC if NBC are investing in them? One concern I would have would be obviously BuzzFeed know what they're doing with regards to writing articles on the internet and making short form content, but that doesn't necessarily lend itself to making a brilliant long form yep. program. So they wouldn't they might literally not have the skill set to do it. But then it is BuzzFeed, so I imagine they'll throw money at people with the skill sets. Yeah, because I'm not a massive fan of their video content, other than Tasty, I don't think their video content is 
I really like that. I think YouTube content is really good. I really like some of it, yeah. Mm. Okay. No. No. Not fine. No. I'm not having it. <laughs> it. It is perfect. The stuff they're making is perfect YouTube fodder. I don't, I don't know how... Cause it's for four minutes when I'm you know, having some lunch. BuzzFeed's a really easy thing to have on the background of their staff doing stupid things and you can't just watch it and it's fine. I don't know if I could deal with half an hour of it. It'd be so intense. Yeah, how, was, yeah how are they going to fit into a traditional TV schedule? I found that very British Problems programme a bit irritating, to be honest. It was, uh, I, 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 like, I, I enjoyed it. I thought I, the names were good. I think the format, yeah, they got good talent, but the format was just uh, one after another. Kind of, it got a bit boring. And that, if, that, if that's what BuzzFeed were planning to do, then surely there'd be more semi than that. You hope. There's enough smart brains mm. working at BuzzFeed to go, let's not just make a listicle or... Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Do half an hour of top-down recipes. They, they, they would innovate again, they'd shift again. Yeah. What, what did they start out doing, BuzzFeeds? They were a tech company. Tech. They're a tech company. Yeah. And they shifted into this. So yeah, they're, just, they're, they're eight years old as a company. They started purely as a tech no target. No is it? Incidentally, I found out their founder, Jonah Peretti, is the brother of Chelsea Peretti, who's a famous actress in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and stuff like that. Hmm. There's a reason for you. Well, fact, Already got an actress they can yeah, use. There you go. I'm, we yeah. need reasons. I'm putting that there yeah. as nine. They <laughs> know actresses. The founder of BuzzFeed's sister he's could got act con- in it. He's got connections. <laughs> We've got nine reasons and four and a half minutes left. We need to think of more. Um... They do everything else already, so why not make telly as well? Yeah, I'm so... I was at a talk, which is where this quote came from, the start of this conversation, and they showed a graph of where their views are coming from, and essentially their own platform, so the app and the website, has pretty much stayed steady for two or three years. It's barely grown, and Mm. all their traffic growth has come off-platform. So they kind of... There's only so much they can grow across Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and they're maxing that out, so they've got to find somewhere else for them to grow, otherwise they're going to become a, not a stagnant company, but they're going to fall under mm. that trap of going, we're as big as we can be. Yeah. And the other place to surely go is into long-form television. I'd be, whenever you hear companies doing this, and apparently Spotify are talking about making video content, I'm not sure if they're still planning to do that. I always it's a bit, they're just trying to be everything to everyone, I always find that a bit annoying. Like we discussed with Facebook, it's like Facebook t- Live. TV are trying to be the internet, and internet yeah, like TV, a, yeah. and they all... Yeah, it's odd that like as BBC Three moves online and Channel Four potentially talking about doing things moving more online there, all these and then BuzzFeed Voice are all moving onto TV. Like they're just passing each other. It's really odd. It isn't is odd. It? It's really odd. Everyone the, wants the problem is because of all the money these guys have raised, like Vice and BuzzFeed, they've got to show growth as a company. Yeah, and the only way they can really start doing that is by pushing into TV. Yeah, that is the logical step for them. Yeah, so it's, for them, it's about scale. It's not about necessarily improving the content or changing <laughs> right. it it's about yeah. they need to reach scale they need to be everything for everyone everywhere because that's what they're valued on absolutely I do worry about a world where BuzzFeed are ruling the world <laughs> that's a that's big like world. a very happy world a lot of memes will be going on they basically, they basically own the internet don't they yeah absolutely it's like everyone copies BuzzFeed like you say everyone goes to BuzzFeed They've created a new internet language, haven't they? Yeah. Like, we've mm. spent, like we called this episode 23 Reasons Why BuzzFeed Should Make TV, and everyone immediately knows that's a typical BuzzFeed title. They've yeah. created a yeah. language yeah. and using GIFs to illustrate their points as they're going along. Yeah. The amount of websites that do that, like, copy them and do quite well yeah. Yeah. off the back of just I'll copying copy them. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tried and tested formula now. So, 
potentially if they did something amazing in telly, then maybe that would ruin telly. I mean, they're great content creators, they're clever people. Yeah, exactly. And all TV is just a longer version of creating content. So Absolutely. I, I 100% back them to think of something that... I, d- I don't think they just do listicles, would they? No. no. We don't. hope not. We've got a minute and a half, or just over a minute and a half left. Lads. How, how, how many, many more have we We've got 13. 13 left to do. <laughs> We're flagging. Um, We're flagging. The only reasons why they shouldn't do it. Um, I mean, potentially plenty. I, I don't know. I, I, that, I brought it up earlier. That whole try to be everything, everything to everyone. Like, it's not necessarily a good thing. Sometimes you want a bit of competition, don't you? Sometimes it just... And yeah, I'm whitewashed with one company's content and opinions. That's what I meant by taking over the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you go to BuzzFeed for a certain thing, I guess. I don't. Yeah. Go, I don't go to BuzzFeed to go. I need a half-hour comedy to watch. No. Yeah, no. I don't know if they went on telly whether my mindset would be able to change enough for me to acknowledge that. It's the same thing with YouTube. YouTube tried to start charging for content years ago. And everyone's mindset isn't to go to YouTube to pay for stuff. Their mindset no. is to go there and watch cats. Catch. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Your mindset goes to watch some nice. <laughs> that is, that's my mindset. It's such a cat video. To watch some great free content. Yeah. So it's hard to shift and yeah. make it be something you should pay for. Yeah. And also, the BuzzFeed's audience probably aren't watching TV. No. And so I it's, it's, it's who are they going to be appealing to? They're going to be appealing to their current online audience. Or as you said earlier, an older audience. I think they might get stuck somewhere a bit between it. Might not and where they watch their content. Yeah, and I don't think being a TV channel would particularly increase traffic on their website. So no, it doesn't sound like they need that. They should give. They should um, give Chris Evans a call and ask. Ask some advice on what not to do. <laughs> Let's do the opposite of talking. Yeah. <laughs> but T F I Friday could have easily been a Buzzfeed show. Yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. it could have been, yeah. The way that disrupted TV is how I'd like to see BuzzFeed going. Yeah. Lads. They go, new TFI Friday, 11. That's our, <laughs> that's our alarm. We came up with... New TFI, that can be 11. Yeah. 11 ideas, but then we came up with about three or four at the end where they shouldn't make TV. So since so, you're going with six. So <laughs> we had positive six out of six. all that. We came up with about six. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, so are we going, they shouldn't make TV? Like, what's the outcome of this? I don't... <laughs> It's all about what they're going to come up with and how they're going to execute it. I, yeah. re- I really want them to make TV. I think it will be fascinating what they come up with. It will be something we are not expecting. I guess the, the whole premise of this week's subject was uh, Luke Lewis, who was the head of European growth at BuzzFeed, was asked at a um, broadcast media production show if they're interested in TV. And he said, it's definitely something we're interested in. As BuzzFeed becomes more and more weighted to video, the line between digital video and TV becomes increasingly blurred. There's definitely potential for us. That's really vague. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was there, and the way he said it definitely hinted at that they are thinking about it. Like, there's genuine discussions yeah. taking place. It was a I can't say too much, but we are thinking about it. I'm sure they're thinking about it. Yeah, I'm sure they're thinking about a lot of things. Yeah. Westfield there, but um, I would, I'd be interested to see what they do. I'm going to go. Yes, they should do it. I think this time next year they will have made TV one way or the other, whether it's a channel. Whether it's a show, whether it's something Netflixy, they will have made. I think they would do. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? 
Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. TV channel, or a channel that I think they'd still want to own it all. You reckon? I don't think they'd be like a production company and make something for Netflix. They might do like collaborations with people. Because they might have like a spin-off part of BuzzFeed that makes TV yeah. content rather than... They do like uh, BuzzFeed. Just they do like amazing long form articles that not many people read. There was the, they printed the statement in full from the Stanford rape victim the other day, yeah, and yeah. it was incredible. And they do loads of really important stuff like that, yeah. so you could see them. Chips lost and all of that, so they could do some yeah. sort of hard hitting. They could do like, BuzzFeed make, news make it and make a murderer type. Exactly, shows. they could yeah. completely. They could surprise people because obviously we keep talking about the listicle part, but then they make these. Uh, they've got amazing journalists. journalists yeah. So yeah. potentially they'd make brilliant kind of investigative documentaries, and it, I'm sure they could plough money behind it. So you could actually give documentary makers the time to. Maybe they could be the next version of 24 Hour News. Maybe they would shift that into something. Mm. 24 Hour yeah. News has just become just, a repeat yeah. of itself. Maybe yeah. they would look at that as a format and go, because what they do is real time yeah. trending topics. So why wouldn't they yeah. create? Essentially, 24-hour news, but it could be hardcore news, it could be entertainment, it could be... Yep. I'd watch that. I'm going to push you all. Uh, Tom Payne, should BuzzFeed make television? Yeah. Elliot Gonzalez, should BuzzFeed make television? At the start of this, I was more towards no. Now I'm more towards yes. Did we convince you? I'm more towards yes, yeah. That's three yeses. Yeah. We agree. Three yeses. Through to the next stage. But I expect a uh, I Talk Teddy um, blog post about this. Yeah, that, that, that would happen. For yeah, the listeners that don't know, Elliot Gonzalez is the founder, creator, writer of the world, um, world famous, world famous I Talk Teddy blog. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Can I do my next topic? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can go ahead. Because it leads into what Tom was saying. I'm going to introduce it very quickly first. Go on, for go on. For listeners on the podcast that are joining us for the first time, this is very professional. Each week, uh, one of us has, well, all of us have to bring in an article or a video or something from the Mediaverse that has piqued our interest. So, Elliot Gonzalez, what have you got for us this week? So, where do you guys get your news from? Um, Twitter, I get my Guardian alerts on my phone, and probably Facebook. Yeah, BBC as well. Yeah, so yeah. this week um, it's been announced that more than 50% of all web users use social media for news every week, yeah. which isn't a huge surprise because... I'm surprised it's that small. I, I, don't, I don't yeah. go to Sky News or BBC no. News or... Like, if a story breaks, if someone dies or, say, yes, say Joe Cox thing, the first yeah. place you go to is Twitter yeah. or Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Because it's, it's immediate. 24-hour news channels, they're just not immediate enough. I can't remember the last time I went... 
Unless unless I'm abroad and I, there's nothing on the TV apart yeah. from world news, I don't yeah. put 24 hour news on the telly. Or if they're in a terrible pub and there's just silent rolling news. Yeah. On yeah. The yeah. Background. Well, like yeah. one, it's old news. It's often biased news. Whereas you go to Twitter and you see real reactions from real people yeah. who are there. You got yeah. live videos and Periscope, or whatever. Like it's just immediate. Yeah. It's like the real news. So like, <laughs> is the social media killing news channels and news sort of websites? The drawback. I guess to, because I do the same, like uh, I go, if a big event's happen, I go to Twitter, type it in and see what people are saying. But it's the amount of misinformation that gets spread around. Of course. Because yeah. people don't have to verify what they're saying on Twitter, whereas BBC News, Sky News or something generally try and check whether it's well, valid yeah. first. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't turn on TV news channels anymore. I, I think this is a re- really nice spot for newspapers to move into as well because Prickstead yeah. you know, newspapers are shutting up shop yeah. and it's a really interesting space because they're proper journalists they check stories they do it properly but they can do it in a very quick way on yeah. devices yeah. that we have so so what the Sun are doing at the moment so Dan Whitney is a celebrity journalist there yeah instead of breaking he always breaks his news stories on Twitter first right and now he's breaking his news stories on Facebook live um, so he's launched his own page on Facebook so yesterday he's on mm. right I've announced a new expert to judge at 8 p.m. Right. Go to my Facebook. So you go to his Facebook and there, there again, he, he, re- he releases it there using Facebook Live. So I think it's a new way to break news for traditional yeah. organisations like The Sun. Is, yeah. it, is it working, his Facebook Live stuff? Do it, you it, have any views? It, I don't know how many views it's got. It's, yeah. it's got 2,000 likes on the page, but I think it's only just sort of started. I like his... Um, but The Sun did quite a lot on Facebook Live. I guess it breaks up the... Media monopoly a little bit, doesn't it? If anyone can, you get talented journalists who can work freelance and almost completely independent. Of, yeah, like you know, yeah, the top twenty global news organisations have seen a forty-two percent increase year on year in Facebook referrals to their website. Wow! So people are still going to their website, but they're going to social media first. It's because they're seeing them as quality journalism. That's you know, those are yeah. the sites we grew up with. Those are the yeah. trusted sources. Yeah. But I still, I still wouldn't put Sky News on the telly. No. No. But, but if you're not sure if the story is real, like you were saying, yeah. you would then go to Sky News or BBC News yeah, or wherever yeah. it is. I go to Twitter first to get like the outline and then yeah. you wait for yeah a more reputable source to confirm or at least write up a bit more about it and get a bit more Because loads of rumours on Twitter, like Jack Black the other, the other day. Yeah. It's like, and so like, is Jack Black dead? No, he's not. But then his hacker uh, misspelled announced in the tweet that he <laughs> was dead. So I was like, oh, I that's, that's not right. I reckon yeah. he's all right. Apparently, like, Snapchat, like, two, three hours before as well, he was out with someone. So. And also, social, social media is free. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. that's why people aren't buying newspapers. And newspapers started doing paywalls. But only 7% of people in the UK paid for a paywall site last year. I, I, would, I would never. I don't think I'd ever pay for a paywall on a new site. I remember when The Sun did it and being really surprised that, like, yeah. dude, The Sun, are people wanting to pay for that? I think The Sun is probably one of the few that would. Really? I think The Sun, The Daily Mail might get away with it, The well, Guardian might get away with it. The, 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 the Sun yeah. tried it and then they, they dropped it last yeah. year. Cause they people, dropped it? Yeah, because people, uh, people weren't going to their website. So they were like, breaking the story on Facebook or Twitter. People click through. Give it a head, like people click through and they can't read the story. Yeah, doesn't really mm-hmm. work, does it? The times are still going. So, so they've dropped it and they've re, you know, redone their website. And I think obviously they get more traffic now. Yeah, the times have done it the same. So you can't read the Times articles unless you sign up. Yeah, I don't know. The Guardian need to do something, don't they? They've got a hugely mm. popular website, don't they? Yeah, but, I, I, I don't trust the story until it's come from the Guardian. 
Yeah, that's a really wanky thing to say, but this is such a liberal podcast. Reference to we're based in London and we work yeah. for Creative Company. We're really <laughs> yeah. Guardian. Jesus. Um, actually, I'd like to take a moment to. We've got a couple of celebrity listeners, chaps. Uh, have we now? Oh, <laughs> me and Elliot have been trawling through the on Acast. You can go through the analytics and see where people are listening to it, right? right. And in America, we've had a few listens. One in Cupertino which is the headquarters of Apple, and one in Washington, D.C. So Which logic. obviously means that Barack Obama... And Tim Cook. And Tim yep. Cook. I listen so, to the podcast. So. Thanks, Barack. Thanks, Tim. Hi, shout out. Shout out, lads. <laughs> yep. uh, if we could squeeze you in onto the podcast, then <laughs> we'll try to Get do in touch at Mediaverse Pod on Twitter. Yep. Yes, good plan. Nice. Yes. Yeah. You can tell he does this for a job, can't you? Yeah. You can yeah. tell, beautiful. man. Yes. Um, Tom, would you like to talk to us about your story this yeah. week? Yeah, so this is probably a couple of weeks old, but I think it's still quite interesting. So Jeff Bezos um, at Code Conference said on stage about Amazon Prime that when we win a Golden Globe, it helps us sell more shoes and does this in a very direct way. So essentially what they're saying is their whole proposition for creating original formats like The Man in the High Castle and to win awards with them yeah. is to they directly sell more shoes. So the more Amazon Prime members they have, the more stuff they sell because if you're an Amazon Prime member you are statistically more likely to buy more things on the website wow. and I think that's a really interesting mindset for a company who makes really good telly to think <laughs> like we're they, going to do this just to sell we're going to pay to, we're pay to make award winning TV purely to sell more shoes wow it, there's, two, there's two ways about, about that like they could have like, they are making great TV I mean it's not cutting through the same way that Netflix are but like I think transparent, it's about transparent and, and man the high cost exactly um, so there are some great shows on this. They could go two ways. They go, right, we are going to make amazing content that does yeah. win awards or we're going to put a shitload of content out. Some of it's good, some of it's awful just to drive traffic. And I think they're going the other way where they're going, we're going to make high quality content. We're yeah, he said they don't going. want to compete with Netflix. That's not their model. Yeah, they don't want to compete with Netflix. No, they, they want to see themselves as a subscription model in terms of services. So they want to be... TV, music, next day delivery, they're starting to do grocery, grocery delivery. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, they want to be seen as a servicing company and they're not trying to be a content company, but content helps them cut through in a certain sector so that they sell more stuff in their other sectors. So they're using that's it amazing. as a marketing tool, really? Yeah, purely as a marketing tool. And that's clever. Amazing. It's really interesting. It's working. It's... Yes, it's completely working. Wow. Because he described it as a flywheel, so the more they pump into it, the more stuff they make, the more awards they win, the more people sign up for primes, the more stuff they sell. So it's just this eternal thing. If they can keep plugging it in that way, it'll just keep growing and growing. Because if you sign up to Prime, you obviously get the video. Yeah. And you also get the next day delivery. Yeah, and so there's a music service, which is terrible. Yeah. They're about to revamp it to compete with Spotify. So you do get a lot more So you think for £80 pounds a year, which is less than Netflix, you get yeah. TV, music, next day delivery, grocery delivery. Yeah. There's Kindle stuff you get for free. Yes. Yeah. I would absolutely, if they revamp the music service, I'd absolutely sign up to yeah. that. I, I just think it's a really interesting, and he's a really clever bloke, and I really like what Amazon are doing with it. And I like the being honest about that as well. Yeah. I, see, I, I, I like that that's impressive, right? But for me, it's like, oh, you only make all those great shows. It feels a bit silly. At least they're making great shows. At least they're paying money to make good true, stuff. Yeah. They could be making awful shows, yeah. and, and, and it's a couple, but they're not. That's a really interesting TED talk, actually, where it's slightly off track, but um, they compare, like, like Netflix and Amazon both like do extensive audience research, right? Yeah. Insights who's watching what to find out what um, audiences want, right? And um, they both decided they like audiences wanted something set in the White House. And Amazon did a sitcom called Alpha House. Alpha House. It's really funny. Really funny. Yeah. No one watched it. 
Um, I think I'm probably the only person that watched it. Yeah, Jay, you'd be quite funny. If you listen to this, watch it. It's actually really funny. I might give it a go. It's two I, seasons. It's good. They did two yeah, seasons. Yeah, it's really good. So oh. no one watched that, right? Netflix. Uh, one person watched that. One person, one person watched that. <laughs> we need to make more for Tom. <laughs> um, Netflix did House of Cards. And it's all about, you can use algorithms to get you to a point, but then you've got to do like a creative jump off and you've got to take yeah. a risk. And mm. we'll link to the TED Talk that links. There's well. starting to be murmurs about Netflix now in terms of privacy data because they're, they're using all our data and cross-comparing it with how we browse on IMDb as well. So starting to pull in other people's databases. Oh, really? And it's, I think there mm. might be a privacy conversation happening at some point in Netflix in terms of what they're sharing, what they're not. I feel like Netflix are due a scandal, right? They've been around yeah. a few yeah, years now. So. They've not had a big one. I feel yeah. like something's going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not more episodes of the TV series Scandal, because that's a terrible show. Is that a Netflix original? No, it's not. No. I was going to say, it's it terrible, isn't it? Um, <laughs> my story this week is about Gorka. So... Everyone's favourite website. Everyone's favourite website, yep. So, the story around Gorka is they ran a... For those, Gorka's kind of this gossip website, basically, and they released a sex tape of everyone's favourite 1990s wrestler, Hulk Hogan. Of course, and yep. Hulk Hogan, understandably annoyed... Um, uh, I think he's also slightly proud of it as well. He wasn't. He was, yeah. He's he's a he's a strange man. Hulk Hogan. A lot of wrestlers are really strange men. I think you got to be too many hits in the head. Mm. You've got to be strange yeah. to want to do that job, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they really sex of him. He sued them, took them to uh, court, uh, and he won. Yeah. So Gorka lost hundred forty million dollars and went into bankruptcy. It's come out that Hulk Hogan's lawsuit was completely financed by Peter Thiel, who is the founder of PayPal and an early investor in Facebook. He's on the board of directors of Facebook. So he's a very, very wealthy man mm-hmm. who had a grudge against Gorka because they ran some stories about his private life. I think it was like eight, nine years ago. Yeah, it was, it was a yeah. It was so one apparently he's bankrolled loads of cases against There's one about Gorka. to come out on um, Donald Trump. They did, a, they did an article on Donald Trump's hair and apparently yeah. his lawyer is about to sue Gorka about the Don- Donald Trump hair article. Really? No yeah. Donald, I'm surprised he got annoyed about that. Cause he's I, like, don't think, I don't think he cares. It's Peter Thiel. Yeah. 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 It's very and strange. Do you finance that? So I wanted to get your opinions on Gorka as a website. I hate it. I think it's disgusting. And they've done all sorts of morally deplorable things, right? Yeah. yeah. But I personally feel like a multimillionaire, if not billionaire, using court cases to shut down media isn't in the interests of freedom of press. What point should you go over first? I mean, where do you want to start, guys? Um, Gorka. Gorka, let's talk about Gorka. I, I don't particularly visit um, it very often. I, apparently they might be saved, so someone might finance their counter case, which they believe they'll win. My um, issue with them is they, they claim that the articles they put out are in the public's interest. And I don't know if a sex tape about a wrestler from the 90s is in the public's interest. <laughs> I think that's a really hard no, argument no. for them to use. But at the same time, there's got to be a level of freedom of speech, right? There's got to be a reason. Like, if he has yeah. done that and it's leaked to the public, and he's a celebrity, you can't. Like, it's, it's a really, it's a really great really, Just Just because just he's a celebrity doesn't mean that it's in the public interest. Is anyone's sex tape ever in the public interest? I mean, mine certainly wouldn't be. No, no, people would be disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> They'd hate it. Um, yeah, my personal. This. But then, where do you draw the line? It's, 
it's a one part of me when I must admit when I first read this, my initial reaction was like, good. There, it's nice seeing like a huge media conglomerate being held oh, yeah, accountable so. for being disgusting and terrible. And I was like, good. And then when I thought more about it, I was like, oh, this was a billionaire acting out a grudge basis. That's a bit he's, he's, bullying. Right. he's a billionaire bullying a company he doesn't like yeah. to make yeah. them bankrupt to shut them down. I mean, that's a horrible state of affairs yeah. to be in where billionaires right can control right. media outlets. I mean, I don't like Gorka, but you can't just bankrupt them because you don't like an article they wrote about well, you. If he potentially got um, other grudges, like imagine who else he could just yeah. start taking yeah. massive swipes yeah. at. Like he could become unstoppable. Yeah. Um, Jeff Bezos, I'm clearly fanboying him today, said uh, again at the co-conference, if you're doing anything interesting in the world, you're going to have critics. If you can't tolerate critics, don't do anything new or interesting. Is Jeff Bezos mm. involved in Gorka? No, nothing to do with it. Nothing he's just commenting it. on it. I think he's kind of got a point. If, you're out, if, if yeah, Peter Thiel is out in the public, he's a big prominent figure in Silicon Valley. Yeah. He writes books, he's on the media circuits. If you're going to do all that, you've got to put up with the bad side of it. You've got to just develop a thick skin and... Has actually Gorka ran a story about Louis C.K. Um, that um, alleged various things about him, and he they asked Louis C.K. about it recently, and his response was pretty similar. Where yeah. he went, if you think you're going to get a hundred percent positive press, you're a maniac. Like yeah. if you're in yeah, the public totally. eye, people are not going to like you. He didn't yeah. really address the allegations, but um, yeah, that's going to happen, isn't yeah. it? You, it is right. If you're doing something people like, there are always going to be people tearing you down. But at the same token. Gorka didn't just do like they weren't doing amazing journalism now. Like, yeah, exactly. Angry or like exposing up. corruption. Yeah. They were releasing a out of the man as gay sex tape. Out of the man as gay. Yeah. Like who yeah. cares what the founder, yeah. co-founder of PayPal, what he gets up to in his private time? That is. Yeah, it's not a crime being gay. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, such an odd thing. Apparently, the, the headline in two thousand and seven was Peter Thiel is totally gay. People like it's just. Who cares? Yeah, who cares at all? I don't, yeah. That's my opinion on the subject. Yeah. Cool. Right, so that is sadly marks the end of this week's episode. Boo. Oh. Boo. Please subscribe, leave positive reviews, and follow us on Twitter at MediaVerthPod, and like us on Facebook. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for Cheers, thank Cheers. you. Cheers, bye. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.